When I was in college many, 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 many years ago, I took an entire year of botany. Botany was one of the sciences that I took as an undergrad, and I loved it. The professor I had, actually his specialty was, believe it or not, African violets, and he would have us in the lab working in the um, greenhouse, and they were his babies. He was from Louisiana originally, talked about his babies. And it was wonderful working in this environment of plants, and it changed me forever. Since that time, I've been just a huge lover of indoor plants, outdoor plants, anything. So when uh, I bought the house that I'm currently living in back in 2004, so yeah, I've lived in my house, well, there you go, 13 years, we bought a house with just an incredible yard, in particular in the front. And of course, now I'm a little tired from it, so that's part of my whole gardening adventure, but I just still love my garden. It's therapeutic for me, it's helpful for me, and it's something that just makes me happy all inside. So this series of segments is going to be about gardening, and how I love my garden, and I love working in it, and it's just a great adventure for me. Join in. So there's many ways to have a garden. And my choice is really to worry right now about all the shrubs that I have, but also about the annuals that I keep and the perennials. And and one of the things that is a joy for me is planning for it every year and actually planning for my garden starts like in February. I will literally just sit down with things that I have drawn out and worry about ordering because here in Southwest Ohio, you do your planting in, you know, March and April for perennials. And then you do your uh, your annuals planting in May, early May. So you really want to do your planning, believe it or not, with certain maps that I have every year based on... um, uh, ordering. I, I order from various um, sources. It's a lot cheaper, plus I just the quality is better than what a lot of the no- local nurseries here have. So there's a number of different, I won't get into all the different sources that you can order from, uh, unless you'd like me to. I, I could get into that maybe another time, but it it really is important, I believe, to sit down and map out what you're going to do. And the other thing that helps me to do this is I take a lots of pictures. I mean, many more than end up on my Instagram account, but I take pictures during the year as things are growing so then I can analyze and, oh, let's move this out, let's let's add this, let's change this up. And then that way it can help me plan, okay, I'm going to order these perennials, I'm going to rip that shrub out. It just kind of keeps order for it. And yeah, I've got a whole notebook that just kind of I've had for, what is it now, 13 years, just to keep keep it all together. So I believe in just sort of organizing it, and believe it or not, that sort of kept me sane. Plus, it's just kind of a nice thing to do in the cold of 
dreariness of February is to think about my garden and think about ordering things and getting things ready. So that's a that's a really big thing for me is to make sure you're doing some planning. Barbara, I'm sending you a link to a podcast which comes out of Dublin in Ireland. It's called The Sod Show. I know the people who produce it, and I think that you might find this podcast worth at least one listen. So it's all about gardening. Um, the main guy on it is a uh, gardener, and this podcast, well, this is a podcast of what goes out on a uh, regular um, uh, local radio station in Dublin. So I'm going to put it in the title. Bye. Garden. Gardening. A gardening station here at Anchor. It would have to be a call in nature, obviously. I could take you to my Instagram account. You could see some beautiful flowers from my garden. Videos of them, things like that. There, there still would be a visual element. And that radio show has a beautiful website. And it showed all sorts of wonderful ways of doing gardening. But is there a way to do something just here at Anchor? And it, it would have to be a call-in station. So call in. If you've got a gardening question, feel free to call in. I'm going to put a link here on this wave, on this segment. That'll lead you to my Instagram account. You could look at things that I do there. Nothing too earth-shattering. I actually used to share a lot more on Snapchat and my stories there. But yeah, how did you gardening at Anchor? I'd appreciate any suggestions. The gardening channels here are off-air. There was one that I was hopeful for. Doesn't seem to have done anything. So, anybody else out there interested in talking gardening? I'd be interested in finding out. Thank you. Hey, Barbara. This is Sean at Spoken Garden. Thanks for calling in. Yes, I plan to do this on a regular basis with garden tips and DIY aspects for gardening and landscaping. I think it's great that you're thinking about doing it, too. It's a great subject. There's a lot to talk about. So, yeah. So I appreciate you calling in, and uh, thank you. You have a good night. Hey, Sean. It's Spoken Garden. I'm really glad that you're putting things up and that you're talking about planning and what's going on currently in people's gardening. And, like, right now you're talking about things being really dry. Although here in Cincinnati, boy, did we have some torrential rains this week. And while it's concerning, it also means... <clears throat> I don't have to have a high water bill this month. <laughs> Mother Nature is taking care of a lot of guard, a lot of watering this uh, this month. It's been really quite quite plentiful. But I really am hopeful that you're going to keep coming back and putting in some good content. I don't know if you're planning to put a schedule together. I think I'm just going to talk about gardening on the weekends. 
Well, various sporadic weekends is when I think I'll do something. So, hey, thanks for calling back. I appreciate it. Part two, um, Barbara, for you, it has to do with the gardening. When I heard that you said that you were into gardening and wanted to talk about that on Anchor and bring those two worlds together, I thought that was pretty awesome. I myself, as part of my journey through chronic pain, has involved gardening. It's one of the few things I'm able to do to nurture something without causing an, a significant increase in pain. So for me, I specifically have delved into the area of hot peppers. But, uh, and I mean like hot, hot peppers for a lot of them. Some more mild, but it was peppers of all varieties, let's say, and tomatoes, uh, got some peas and stuff like that. But that has been my jam lately. So it's something I talk about as part of my journey because it's a big part of what makes me happy and helps you find some purpose in the day-to-day -day is growing produce. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about your gardening journey on Anchor. Chronic Dad. I admire your ability to do the vegetable thing. I'm in an area where if I did all that, the deer would completely eat everything. I did tomatoes one year, and oh, they just came by and gingerly ate them all off. Things have gotten a little bit better since the neighbor got a dog. Kind of keeps some level of deer away, so maybe next year I'll be able to do vegetable. But right now, yeah, I'm the shrub and the flower lady. <laughs> If you go to Barbara KB on Instagram, you'll see I somewhat put up my flower stuff, although I haven't done one in a while. Hmm, maybe I should do that. Love it. Love the gardening thing. Let's keep the keep the conversation going. Let's find the gardening people here on Anchor. Maybe we could do something like on Saturdays and Sundays. I don't know. Ugh. We're getting so formalized here at Anchor. I don't know if I can handle that. I've got somebody calling in with a dad suggestion. Love suggestions okay no dad suggestion how about this instead Hey Barbara, I just heard about your uh, your garden segment. I would love uh, to hear more about your garden. I'm, cur I'm currently in my garden. I uh, do a lot of anchor from here because it's relaxing. Currently in front of my raspberry bushes, which are kind of in bloom. There's about five or six raspberries currently that I can see from here. Anyway, I'd love to know what sort of plants you grow, what sort of perennials, annuals, what sort of herbaceous plants you have. Do you have any and uh, do you have any evergreens? Have you got any fruit trees? I've got an apple tree as well. I've got some cassowell and gold hedges. Got lots of herbs in my garden as well. I'd love to know more about your current garden setup. Thanks. Hey Mike, Barbara KB here. Thanks for calling in. Wow, raspberry bushes. Boy. The deer here would just go crazy with that. They would love it. Yeah, I, I can't have anything like that. Um, and in terms of herbs, I, I mainly am growing some things on my deck in pods. And the two things that I love um, the most are um, my basil. Lots of basil and different kinds of basil. And then parsley. Um, grow lots of parsley. Those are the two things that tend to do the best on my back deck. I've done other things, 
but they don't get enough sun there. Um, in terms of the shrubs, I, I mostly am doing ornamental shrub things, like two that I can talk about ornamental are holly, although it's a particular type for this weather here in, in Cincinnati. It gets pretty hot. And then I also have azaleas. So I love the spring azaleas um, because it has this beautiful flower. And then in the fall, you get the nice berries on the holly tree, on the holly bush. And that's kind of a nice compliment um, for them. So, hey, thanks for calling in. I, I'd love to hear more about what you're growing. I've done tomatoes in the past, and I'm actually thankful that my neighbor next door has a big barking dog because I'd scared away enough of the deer that I think next year I might be able to, if I fenced it a little bit, put in a patch. And I'm hoping to grow, oh, I love cherry tomatoes straight off the vine. So, um, yeah, I'd love to hear more about your garden. Call in, call in. Today's gardening day. Hey, Barbara KB, how are you? I caught a little bit of... Uh, the gardening talk on Anchor, the gardeners of Anchor. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, me and my mom are big into gardening. Um, I spoke a little bit yesterday morning on my station about um, uh, us planting a couple of flowers yesterday, and then this morning uh, we did the same. Uh, we had uh, another rose bush uh, to plant, so we did that, and then. Tomorrow morning, we are going to be planting six crepe myrtles. They're gorgeous. Um, they're trees, but you can kind of like trim them to look like bushes. They're just really, really pretty. Um, you know, I heard you say something about deer and eating up stuff. We have a cherry tree and, yeah, the birds. And I'm going to continue. Okay, so like I was saying... The birds love to um, eat the cherries, so you can tell on some of the cherries where they ate. So we definitely won't be eating, picking and eating those, that's for sure. And then I know they have netting, and we really need to get the netting for it. But um, And then we have bunnies. We have a bunny problem. And uh, so we had to get chicken wire around our fence. And because uh, we have the split rail fencing where I live. So, um, and we have to, it has to be split rail fencing, uh, cause of HOA and all that. But, um, so we had to put chicken wire in and even the bunnies, those little suckers, they can get in through the holes in the chicken wire and they've killed a couple of our, um, perennials, especially our hostas. They just love eating those hostas. But anyway, next year I want to get a dwarf apple tree. I'm excited. Hey, Candace, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. And you are Las Vegas, if I'm not mistaken. Good old Nevada, very different climate than here. So uh, thanks for calling in. I appreciate that. Um, I really liked, yeah, uh, the whole bird thing in, in fruit trees. Yeah, I can't even begin. We had a crab apple tree and <laughs> it just, it died a year ago. I think it was planted wrong. I I have a lot of sun in the back and then I have complete woods, or excuse me, a lot of sun in the front and complete woods in the back. So I'm not really able to do a whole lot with the fruit thing. And I just, I, I the crab apple tree, I, I just, I, I don't get how to do fruit trees. Not knowledgeable there, but that's interesting that you have to put netting over. I think I've seen um, a couple of people in the neighborhood here do that. That's the other thing is I need to be better. I, I've talked to some neighbors, 
but there's this one old woman who's like three streets over, and she's just she's just got it going on. And I, I need to I need to have her over for coffee or tea, and uh, and talk some more with her about some things because she's only been there for a couple of years, but boy does she know how to garden. That's a hint there. Know someone in the neighborhood that that actually works really well. And yeah, I'm like Mr. McGregor, you know, from Peter Rabbit with in regards to bunnies. Yeah, you don't want to know. Uh, I'm not nice to them because they'll eat up everything. Um, hostas, that's the least of it. Oh, they, they took out a whole petunia patch of mine one year. And yeah, they're just, uh, they're not really good. And the crepe myrtle, someone in the neighborhood here has one, but it, it got caught in a freeze one year. But now I see it's starting to come back. So, yeah, we're too cold for that. But, oh, you're right. It's completely gorgeous. It's that pink, the fuchsia pink one that, that crepe myrtle produces is just lovely. So, yeah, thanks. That's one thing I love. People call in and are going to share with me plants that I can't grow here for all sorts of reasons. But that's why we're doing this. Talk about what you've got in your garden. So, good luck on crepe myrtle day. One of the things I'd like to do is upload to Clipper some, oh, various things uh, to add more sound and variety to the show here. You know, I keep thinking of Monty Python's, you know, oh, shrubbery and all the various comedic things that I could put in the midst of this show. But I, I just haven't had a chance to do that yet. So I'm experimenting today. Thank you for putting up with me, putting together this show on gardening. I just want to see if it's possible and how I could go about doing this at Anchor and what I'm going to do in the future with it. So thank you. I just listened to your recording of the bird and pond sounds. That's beautiful. That could be right off an app that I have on my uh, phone, Nature Sounds. <laughs> uh, well, and you know that one day I'm going to come and be a guest at your house. <laughs> just so that I can hang out on your back deck. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, and I want to visit you too. <laughs> Well, Debbie, for now, my Canadian friend, enjoy the sounds and come visit my station on the weekends where hopefully I think I'm going to do a little more gardening, nature sounds. You could call in with your nature sounds. What does your Canadian sounds like you crunching through the snow, the Canadian snow? That was always wonderful to hear. 
So I need some nature sounds and talk about gardening. I think I'm going to do that on the weekends. Thanks a lot, Debbie. I appreciate you calling in. And yeah, man, take a trip. I mean, how far can I be from where you are? (laughs) Really, how many hours is that? Oh my goodness. Yep, the sounds of nature, the sounds of goodness, and talking about gardening. That's what I think I'll spend a little more time casually doing. As everybody can hear, this is very casual. No formalized show here. It's my style. Thanks, Debbie. Well, actually, now I'm out in my front yard here. And I guess one of the things that you can't really do is the sound of weeding. <laughs> I guess I could, I can share with you the sound of raking leaves. How do you do that while you're holding your phone or your iPad at the same time? So you can listen to the birds in the morning. And the sun is really, really nice. But it's cool this morning, which is nice here in July in Cincinnati. So I'm happy to report that. But because of all the rain, my rose bushes I'm now looking at. I've got these really easy rose bushes. They're huge. But not a lot of roses on them because we just haven't had the amount of heat and sun that they need. Yeah. All right, well, I've got some weeding to do this morning. I'll come back a bit later. I've called into a few people asking if they'd call in and and comment a little bit because I I really think this might work. If every once in a while I do like a weekend garden show. Because what I'd love to do is get people from all over all over the world if possible and um, talk about gardening what are you doing in your garden folks take me outside sit in the green garden nobody out there but it's so okay now bathing in the sunlight don't mind if rain falls Take me outside, sit in the green garden. Danger, you inspired me. Sitting out here, join the back deck. No one's blowing their weeds, no one's mowing their lawn. actually breezy here today. We've had a lot of rain. So much rain. It's like the first time in a couple days the sun's been out. Yeah, thanks. Mm, a really good idea. Friday. Okay, now I gotta go. Okay, back to some stress. Alright, thanks for that break. Back to break. Back deck break. <laughs> Hi, Barbara. I'm sitting here watching the men's doubles final at Wimbledon and with the sound off and listening to you talking about gardening. And I was thinking to myself, is Barbara likes call-ins and um, what could I call in about? And uh, the only thing I would really have been sure I could call in about was apple trees 
particularly. Yes, I'm having a lot of trouble with apple trees this year. In fact, it's been really bad. I've got wilted leaves. I've got white mould growing on the trees. They're all uh, all the trees are um, grown up against wall walls. So what's there's a name for that? But anyway, um, since you're not into fruit. Yeah, Paul, apples are a problem. I think I remember you saying that in Cork, Ireland, you were experiencing a bit of a drought, that it was really actually very warm. And apple trees, certain certain varieties love that northern kind of colder climate. They don't do as well here in Cincinnati, and I lost an apple tree last year. I think I might have been neglecting it a little bit, but no, it was just planted way out in this sort of dry area, and it got to a certain point, and then it just went, nope not going to do this and then started to dry up same thing i got moldiness there it, fruit trees are very particular you have to make sure you're trimming them correctly they're very particular that i do know and in fact some people would say you really need to have a professional pruner so many people prune them incorrectly um, you have to fertilize them <sighs> like it or not they need spraying against bugs yeah fruit trees can be very particular um, I would recommend that you go find a professional so that you can save them. You know, they, they it takes a long time for a fruit tree to go. So I would recommend you have someone come take a look at it. It's worth it because uh, fruit trees are very expensive, very expensive. Hey, Barbara. I am in Colorado Springs, Colorado, originally from New York City. But, uh... Yeah, we are actually, um, we're in zone five, uh, we're zone five, so obviously we only get, uh, um, anything that grows well in zone five. Our neighbor, the neighbor behind us, she is a master gardener. I didn't even know such a title or thing existed, but it does. <laughs> and, um... <clears throat> So yeah, so it's, it's it's sometimes fun to pick her brain, uh, but yeah, well four of well now almost five of the six crepe myrtles are planted. Yay! Also, have you ever heard of rose of Sh rose of Sharon's? We have three of those. Yes, Candace, there is a title called a master gardener, and it takes quite a bit to get that. You've got to do schooling, and then they have to come. You have to take care of a garden. You have to prove your ability to do certain things. There's different levels and different types. But yes, if you are labeled a master gardener, you are somebody. And I actually was whining about this about a month ago, that I sometimes want to give up my Internet job and just go and become a master gardener. <laughs> and I actually think I, I might do that someday. Um, it is a... Uh, a type of person yeah and if you've got a master gardener living oh my gosh then ha she probably would love to come and analyze your yard she's just being gracious and kind rose of sharon is a really good plant watch them they um they can be what's called invasive kind of take up a little too much so you need to really make sure you cut them back every year they bloom in the fall and or you know later in the year and you're right now they're probably blooming for you because i'm sorry you yeah you're in colorado 
don't know why I got you in Las Vegas. Whatever. I'm sorry. I'm here in Ohio. I love where you live. I was there a couple years ago. Anyway, Rosa Sharon, yes. Just make sure you clip them every year. Otherwise, they start taking over and the blooms won't be as good. So make sure you, you trim them. In fact, rule of thumb for blooming shrubs is, is after they bloom, that's when you cut them. So some of them you're going to cut in the spring. Spring bloomers you'll cut in the spring. And then in the fall, any fall blooming things you'll you'll um, cut afterwards. So after they bloom, that's when you cut. Otherwise, if you do it at the wrong time of year, you'll cut out the blooms and you don't want to do that. So you want to make sure that you trim and cut every year all of your blooming shrubbery. Yeah, Bobby, and so when I echo your uh, waves or segments get added, I won't be able to put them on the final episode, but at least, you know, this way we can share each other's stuff that day. You can call in, I can call in, and then we can echo certain things. It's just going to be, I oh, just wish there was a way that we could just do episodes where we save echoes, because I want your voice. I want the voice of... um you know, uh, speaking gardening, you know, for him, you know, I want various voices on my podcast. And while calling in is great, you know, I, I also just want people to share it on their stations. And that's how you get them involved here at Anchor. So for now, people are just going to have to call in. And it's just the way Anchor is right now in terms of uh, saved episodes. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make this into an event, and then I can just save it as an episode. But still, people can call me at any time, and I'll just save that gardening thing for that weekend, you know. So that's the other thing. That's the other thing that's good about Collins is they don't go away. They stay there until you use them. So, okay. Thanks, Bobby. Looking forward to your participation.
KB! Well, 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 well. Yes, you've made me a happy man because we talked about this, feels like forever ago. So I just wanted to say here's what I will commit to doing. I have a tremendous amount of experience with gardening in the desert. Gardening in Las Vegas is not easy. Guarding in any environment where you're both heat and water challenged is very difficult. So what I hope to do is just share some tips and tricks along the way about little things that you can do to make things easier when you're gardening in extreme heat. And also talk about the things that you can actually grow in the Las Vegas desert. And you'll be surprised. I think you'll be amazed. What changes is the season. Everything's a little bit different. So in the next segment, I'll give you some goods. BKB! Barbara KB! Hey, listen, I just wanted to give you a heads up. I just recorded a couple of segments. They're full five-minute segments. You can listen to them, play them, delete them, whatever you decide. But what I decided to do to honor the debut of your garden show was to take you to Star Nursery with me today. Uh, so anyway, I did that. And I, like I said, I just kind of flew with it, just winged it. And I don't even know if the episodes are any good because I haven't listened to them yet. <laughs> but I think the one episode for sure is going to be good because I went to the information booth and I talked to the guy Randy there 
and he was very helpful at taking and showing me a plant that I wasn't familiar with called an emu, uh, some kind of an Australian plant. Anyway, I did a little bit of walk and talk, took you to the pond, talked about the turtles and the koi and some other things. It's my pleasure to be able to contribute. I hope you're able to use my segments, and I'm wishing you nothing but the very best with your podcast. Okay, we got people so excited about our gardening show that they went out and got interviews and put them up on their stations. Bobby, Lighthouse Man, just put in Lighthouse and you'll find Bobby, just went out to his local nursery and proceeded to do two segments, one where he's kind of describing the store, the nursery near his house, which is like in the middle of the desert there, and then the second, he's in New Mexico, and then the second was where he actually went and interviewed a guy, and they talked about a plant called emu. Was it star emu? And it's kind of a ground cover that works really well in the desert. And actually, it's interesting. I wonder, it probably wouldn't make it through the winter here in Ohio. But the other plant that Bobby talked about, which is really big for me, is something called lantana. I love lantana. I have them in my garden. And they do really well here as well, Bobby. They're just sort of drought tolerant. You put them in your yard put them in a really sunny section like out by the mailbox and they'll just grow crazy. Problem is this year we've had so much rain that my lantana kind of look kind of eh this year. So I'm hoping they'll take off in August and work better through August through October when it gets and get really dry and hot here. So that's what I'm hoping for. Um, So yeah, that whole sort of, you know, they don't like a whole lot of water. Yeah, no, mine are just kind of sitting there this year. So Hey, thanks, Bobby. Wow. Interviews, even. We're going out and interviewing real gardening people. I'm telling you, this thing's going to take off. We're going to take off. All right. That's the challenge, folks. There you have it. Bobby's up the bar for all of us to go to the nursery and, like, actually interview real people who really know gardening, unlike me and Bobby. No, we know things. Call in. Um, That's what we're going to do. So this is the garden show that you've got, folks. Nothing too complicated. We'll take questions. We'll want you to talk about your own. Uh, Please feel free to call if you've got, you know, a brown thumb and you can't grow a doggone thing. We'll get you started maybe on something. So here we are with the Anchor Garden Show happening every once in a while on the weekends. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Man walking down the street just the other day spied a woman that he thought he ought to ask to go away on a fishing trip with him, flipping through the magazines with him, wearing dresses in them, every little girl's dream. Said, wait a minute, Mr. C, don't believe he met you, the one looking silly over by the swing set. Never make you think it wanna make your bed. Well, I never liked fishing much, and this is what he said. They ought to plant us a garden, plant a whole patch of peppers, put a little wood fence all around it, just to keep out critters. And we'll get us some pumpkins, they'll be ready in the autumn. Put a bun in the oven, sweet loving all hell. True, but I ain't got a whole lot better to do. You can keep your fishing rods and keep your magazines, and if you dig them for a ride, then I'll tell you my dream. Won't play a pea garden, plant a whole patch of peppers, put a little wood fence all around it, 
the way you talk, honey, like the way you think. But we ought to have some other things to keep us in the pink. Maybe we can get an apiary, have her sell some bees so we can make some honey, honey, underneath the trees. And get us some chickens, and we won't even eat them. We'll just give them all names.